the acting class did you get tricked into meditating no it was, it was like supposed to be just like a, at the time i didn't know what meditation was uh okay so it was just like something that, that in my head was like oh it's just to clear it's to clear your mind it's to uh to kind of you know get the get the gunk out of your brain uh yeah that makes sense and then i was i was uh reading up on some anxiety stuff lately and i read about meditation and then i thought wait a second some of this sounds very familiar what the fuck's going on down there It was a forest made of bodies. It was cool. Okay. Like, it was cool. It wasn't. It was. It was kind of freaky, but it was like more like a movie. It wasn't okay. That sounded way less freaky in my head when I was going to say it out loud. Hi, Aaron. What's up? Yeah, just sneezed on mute. Oh God. Ah. Oh. Yeah, now you got a big click to look for. Where's the other Aaron? Can we get the other? Ugh. Hey, no, that was a surprise one. I've been healthy, other than like the the five fillings. I've been healthy the last few weeks. I was gonna say I got some. So yeah, for those who are, who wonder what he means, Aaron just had five fillings. There's some TMI. Yeah. Uh, when I was gonna get my wisdoms out, the prelude to getting my wisdoms out was I had, I believe, somewhere between four to eight teeth removed over the course of about three days. Uh, <sighs> Not not three days consecutively, I should say, but it was like because the the human body needs a few days in between each of those. Yeah, but I had a lot of teeth removed in a fairly short amount of time, and uh, and I think I I think I have I don't know. It's like those those martial artists who like get kicked in the testicles a whole lot so they can eventually just not feel it. Uh, something in my jaw, just a lot of muscles in there, so I I, I feel you. Uh, TJ, any any uh, mouth trauma on your end? None I'm aware of. All right, I mean, something no. you might grind your teeth. I don't. That's not really mouth trauma. No, dinner dinner was kind of spicy. Oh jeez, oh jeez. Uh, I actually had some really good bon mi recently at a at a coffee shop near where my brother works, and uh, they're always like mild or spicy, and they're always leaning into spicy. And like, I once had a spicy bon mi there, and I couldn't handle it, so I was like mild. And it's still spicy. Uh, anyway, Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, Happy New Year, you two, as well. Welcome to uh, the future. That like we're like three, three weeks after New Year. Yeah. We're not supposed yeah. to be living in this future, but we are. So welcome. Uh, yeah. Little, little, uh, what is it? Uh, rest and recuperation break. Uh, learning meditation, clearing out the head, and we're back and at it to clear up our remaining listener question queue from 2019. Dare say from the previous decade, although I agree with people who say technically the decade doesn't start until 2021, if you really want to think about the completion of a previous decade. Anyway, we're going to uh, talk about some what we got on topic this week before we do that. Uh, I, I do want to throw in something here. Someone pointed out to me on Twitter. Wei Zhang. So we talked about the, the Prince Nezha Transformers crossover thing. And I was like, if they make me a Monkey King, Wei Zhang, like, listens to the podcast, I guess, because they're doing straight up, like, not just Monkey King, but five, they, they showed five CG models that appear to transform into vehicle modes. And one of them was like Sun Wukong, the Monkey King type character design. Anyway, I'm going to keep my eyes on that. I wanted to acknowledge that that was out there. Uh, there's no info on what those are as of this recording. So there's not really much else to say, but, uh, hey. I'd also really like uh, a fully articulated Omega Supreme. Boy, I wish someone would make one of those uh, on a mass production level, if you're listening. 
What we got on topic this week, Aaron, tell me, did you do any Transformers acquisition recently? I did. Why? Uh, why? Because it's been like a month and I still only managed to get two things. <laughs> that means they're very important and valuable things. Sure. Uh, well, I did get uh, Mixmaster. <laughs> to, Welcome to the Mix uh, Club. Continue that process. I gotta say, uh, actually just listened to previous episode where you talked about yours, and yeah, I would say just about every point on that uh, I would agree with. I think about the only thing that I regret, or that I, that I kind of wish he did, was could do the weird, like, I'm shielding myself with all of my drum components pose. Oh yeah, the artillery mode. Yeah, well, no, not necessarily the artillery mode, but he had... The other one had a pose where it was like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, I remember. Like he would like the whole punch the ground, and then the other parts would kind of come over to be like a like a phalanx shield wall. Yeah, it's like if portion. there were if there were like two or three more joints on on like armed joints on those things. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, beyond that, I think just about every point that you said on them, uh, I would I would agree with. It's a good toy. Um, I'm, I'm yeah. still into him. Yeah, I'm still enjoying uh, every bit of the Studio Series Devastator parts, which uh, I, I keep looking at, like Amazon for the the leader, um, um, Scavenger. Oh yeah, Scavenger. Uh, but it keeps being like seventy five or eighty dollars everywhere, and it's sold out any on uh, Hasbro Pulse. So, like, the free shipping, I don't know why, but, like, I'd save $10, but I'd pay 3 in shipping. Uh, it's worth ooh. it, though. It's worth it. And for, for leader price point right now, like, even a 10% discount, like, just nixing off most of the taxes, I think, really helps Yeah, uh, mitigate. Um, I mean, we'll, I'll talk about him in a bit. What, what was the, yeah, what was I, the, the second I, thing? I saw. Oh, uh, Spinister. Saw. <laughs> I still haven't seen Spinister. Yeah, so, well, so both of these were were got on Amazon, um, like it was available online and it was retail price. Yeah. So hit it when there's no shipping costs and uh, and go for it. Um, Spinister, I really dig. I really love just that the neon color scheme of them uh, through everything. The only part that I have a bit of issue with is the fake cockpit doesn't like to tab into like the I guess that's his chest piece um, I've got to I've got to sit there and like really massage where the fake cockpit knee like plugs into the bottom of that yeah to like like work it back and forth and find I think it's something to do with like there might be a mushroom peg part in the hips that maybe has just a tiny bit of misalignment. Cause if I sit there and kind of just like massage rub some of the other parts further down the line, just right, then it will line up. Yeah. It might be like a minor misalignment it might just be like, you know, that the whole thing, the, the one little layer that's missing off the plastic that sometimes happens. Yeah. Um, but I dig them. I wish that, uh, about my same wish with, uh, like, the the blades of Springer. I wish that there was a way to, like, push in the helicopter blades or pull them out to, like, lock them into a position that doesn't rotate. Yeah. 
because I would love to just have his his blades, you know, they fold into a really cool V, but then they like knock to one side until they hit the tail. Yeah. And it would be really cool if there was a a tab or a peg or something in there that would just like click it in place and then that way it could look like he's holding his wings up, not like not like they've had one too many, you know. He's just a little uh, he's a little bit flippity floppity, he's a little bit tipsy turvy. Yeah. But no, I I really I really dig him. Um I've seen a few people say wish he had his target masters and yeah, but I mean, then yeah. to be the price point <laughs> it ended up being needing to be like a Voyager size to come with a couple of target masters. And even if they were just the fold in half target masters, not the like posable mini guys that the rest of the line has as target masters or yeah. as battle masters. So like I can understand why it's just the, the faux versions. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this, this is a more hyperbolic because it's like, it's like, yes, of course it'd be great if he had the target masters. It's just like, it'd be great if every single deluxe had like a, a waist joint and ankle tilts. Yeah. And, and like fold out space fillers and everything. And yeah. <laughs> Came with a $10 bill tucked in behind it. Oh, that'd be great. No, that that would that would, that that's it's too easy that way. I wouldn't want that. I gotta work for my ten dollar bill. Gotta gotta beat up those those kids outside the school and take their lunch. What? Uh, oh, congratulations on uh, on finding Transformers. Yeah, uh, it was on Amazon, so it wasn't really finding so much as being at the right place at the right time. <laughs> Seeking out and finding some Transformers all by yourself. Yeah, Earth Earthrise is starting to show up in Targets, and you bet your butt I've been going to Target every day and feeling heavily disappointed. I mean, okay, it's as of this recording, it's just the MicroMasters, right? Yeah. I This happened with Siege, too, didn't it? Like, when, when it was like, the MicroMasters, one of the first things that showed up, and I remember just feeling like, okay, I get it, it is the new line showing up, the MicroMasters are like the least indicative of the new line. I don't know. There's no like, it's not. It's not as cool as like anything else that would show up. Yeah. Oh, I know. But still, it says Earthrise, not Siege. That's right. And one of them. One of them is Big Daddy, and that's yeah. That's a good character. Uh. Well, TJ, how about you? What's What's fresh on your Transformers wavelength? Uh. Feels like quite a bit, but I guess the big one literally is Scavenger. Well, let's talk about Scavenger because I just popped mine open today. Oh, did you? Yeah, I, yeah uh, I saw the picture on Twitter where it was just you'd wasted very little time putting him into the torso mode. I had not done limb modes for any of these toys until today. Oh. Aside from the head mode on Mixmaster, because I was just curious and I was really impressed by it, I had not done the arm mode at all because I was kind of waiting until I could connect it to something. Right. Uh, but how are you feeling about about uh, Scavenger? So, I have an interesting history with this particular design. Uh, I was not a fan of the original toy, to say the least. Mm. And, I don't know, my concerns with this one pretty much held the same. It was like, how much posability am I going to get out of this guy, considering he can't stand up on his own? Yeah. I find this one can... But it's one of those things where I feel like he's going to fall over the second I look away. I was kind of surprised he didn't come with a little, like, kind of dinky stand piece. Yeah, I mean, we got that with Rampage. Yeah. And that was no problem. I, I like, I, I guess because, like, he, his wheels are just 
gigantic plastic wheels. I expected something to fold out, like little kickstands or a little platform. Well, it's it's not just that, but it's also having transformed him now. I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm surprised. I get why it's not happening the more I look at it. But I feel like there were, it's like he's two degrees away from using some of those wheel flattener hinges to just have his lower wheel have a flat base. Yeah. And it's like, I see how it doesn't happen because you need to invert one of them to fit the folded tread bits together. But it's so close. But <laughs> it is kind of, it's kind of weird. Uh, although it's a bit of a fan mode, I do kind of like just folding the upper wheel down, you know, when you transform into to vehicle mode, but just mm-hmm. having the big triple wheel, uh, with arms sticking out of it, it just looks really, uh, intimidating. Right. Um, I, I do really like his bulk, uh, and, and like, I like how he fills out the leader box, uh, mm-hmm. legitimately and, and posability wise, like I was just discovering while you were talking <laughs> that he has a waist joint. It's a con- it's if you swivel the lower wheel, all the hi- the swivels it's on with the rivets in them like move in conjunction, so you can turn the wheel left and right underneath his. Uh... Okay, hadn't tried that before. I I was just I was just staring at it going like I wonder this is actually really cool. I've been doing it for the last like minute, <laughs> but no like like that the all the the detents and straight up ratchets in the shoulder joints. Like I think part of the reason he doesn't have a stand is also that. They're just going with the idea, well, this guy, unlike Rampage, legitimately can tripod on his arms. Uh, That's still not an excuse. I know. I was like, but I kind of like, want the arms for, you know, posing and well, displaying he's, uh, him. He's got he's got the, the three millimeter port in the back of his quote unquote spine. So you could technically technically uh, get a Tamashi stand and stick it behind him and then weigh the stand down so he doesn't tip it forward. How how long does that armature have to be to make that reach? Um, like, I'm looking at him now. It's like I don't think that's a comfortable fit. Well, that's why. I mean, you'd also have to then fasten the stand to the ground behind him because he he would fulcrum it forward otherwise. Uh, yeah, I, I wish there was, I wish there was some kind of um, flattener on that wheel. Also, the I like the way that the armature folds out to connect to the wheel above his head. But the the that conjoined hinge is so tight, and there's no de- there's no detents on it. It's actually I find it really hard to get that thing to lock together right. You have to kind of I have to push a lot. Seem that hard on mine. Mine's kind of weird because also you know the the gray foldy cockpit bit on one of his shoulders. Yeah, the hinge on mine is insanely loose, and I've watched oh. some. Oh, oh no, mine too. Okay. Because you know how there's that, like, little tiny, tiny tab on the inside that's supposed to hold it in place for, like, the, mm-hmm. the torso mode? Uh-huh. It doesn't actually do anything. So I, I put super glue on it. Now it does something. <laughs> I had to fix it up. But, uh, no, like I, I like the bot mode. For what it ha- is working with, I think they did a really good job for the most part. Uh, also, just making him big. Uh, and, like, he's got fully articulated arms, you know, for better or for worse. Uh, and the transformation's really cool. Like, there's lots happening. And, uh, and there's a lot of bulk. I don't know. Like, I, I love the I mean, way that it, they solve the treads. Yeah, but it it's very similar to how the, the Legends version did. Yeah. Which is amusing. It's like, 
the joke going into this toy was it was going to be like it was just going to be a big version of the Legends to figure. Yeah, that is a it is a very accurate statement. It is very similar. Yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree, but also that Legends figure was doing a pretty solid job. <laughs> so oh I'm yeah, like, like if we're yeah, gonna like, do that's it. what that's 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 like I, I I'm completely okay with you cheating this because you're, you're pulling it off better than better better than the twenty dollar toy did. Yeah. And, like, I think they take what the Legends one did, but it's, it's just, there's little things and bits and pieces that just fill it out a bit more nicely, uh, because he's a bigger figure. And and then oh, that, yeah. alt, that alt mode just, I like how it comes together. Uh, it's just, a, it's a big box, but it's a, it's a fun big box. He looks hey, nice with a, the other ones. It's a big box with a massive, very obvious mash of wheels in the back. Yeah. I don't it's know. Like, I, I like how they cram in there, though. There's something I don't know, something fun about it. I can. It's convince- the one. I don't. It's the one time where I kind of feel like, and I never think this, but I kind of feel like they needed more panels here. Like yeah. I don't. Feel, I don't feel like this is a very solid vehicle. I just take it as like, well, that's all the that's all the uh, the what is it? All the circular worky bits that uh, they get the big excavator arm to go. That's the uh, the gears. Hmm. Because he's a giant clockwork machine, um, and uh, yeah, also the torso mode, holy moly, that thing comes together much like Mixmaster. That thing just comes together, aside from the flappy gray bit. Yeah, I, st- I still haven't done it yet. Oh, it's it's cool. the the tr- the The wheels like they split open and then remerge together, to, but not as wheels anymore. It's it's really interesting. Uh. And I, I, I also, I attached, I mean, you saw the Twitter photo. I attached stuff to him. Yeah. And see, hmm? I, I was going to say, like, I, I put the I have an arm on him. I put the head on him. And I, I we saw the prototype on display in photos. But holy crap, this thing is big. Like, when you hold him up and you imagine, like, okay, he's he's hunched over. That's his arm. And then you kind of rest his, his knuckle on the table. It's like, wait, this guy's, there's a whole lot of this guy left to be plugged onto him. It's going to be really, really big. <laughs> like, I knew it was going to be big, but oh my god, it's going to be big. I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm hell of excited now. I did, have, I did have one caveat when I looked at the instructions for how to get Mixmaster and Scavenger together. And then mm-hmm. realize there's still six other toys that are involved here that I haven't even, like, double-checked how to transform. Yeah. It's like... This is going to be a beast to get from individual Constructicons to one thing. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I feel like a little spoiled by Combiner Wars, where it's just like, clo- you know, mostly vehicle mode, and then just fold a few things up and it's done. I, I don't think it's, I, I don't think I'm, I'm super off the mark when I say this, this resembles a third party toy a lot uh, when combining them together. Like, there's, there's all this hidden stuff on it. Like, actually, th- there's some ways where I like this a bit more than you know, some third-party combiners are pretty darn solid, but some of them are very much like it feels like every piece was engineered in a vacuum. Uh, mm-hmm. On this guy, like Mixmaster and Scavenger especially, there are so many like spots where I'm like, oh, I wish there was a tab here. Oh, wait, there is a tab here. So like they, the torso and the head lock together. Like it's it's very impressive to me, like how much it's not just relying on joint tolerances. Like there's, there's little... Um, C cl- there's C-clips hidden inside his forearms so that when you fold his double-jointed elbow up, it actually clips onto the sculpted hydraulic on the excavator hmm. arm. Yeah. 
I, I, I found that. Like, I, I had that reaction where it's just... That, oh, that clip's... Oh. So... Okay. There's a bit on him. The splayed open, remerged wheel halves that now form, like, a back turbine. Uh... <laughs> How do you put this? Those and the folded up shoulder arm blocks, the, the folded up shoulder arm blocks like fold down at a very awkward angle. And you're like, what am I supposed to do with this? But then when you do it, you're like, wait, there's a tab and a slot between these and the wheel halves that just lock together. And it's just like, chunk. It's like, okay, now he's just a solid thing with like arm joints in the shoulders. And it's really cool. Uh, the only sad part was when I got Mixmaster on, and boy, howdy, Mixmaster locks in there solidly. Uh, the instructions actually really don't get across how the mechanism works either. Like, it's a not to harp on it for the millionth time, because I, I told myself I wasn't going to when I was going through the instructions. But then they straight up leave out an important part of how Mixmaster attaches. Like, it doesn't show you how Mixmaster attaches. It shows you how two parts of them attach. Oh, uh, wonderful. Basically, the, the one of one of the wheels. There's like a big, or not the wheels. There's um on on the back, on on I guess the anus of the the robot mode of Scavenger. There's that those two cylinders with the kind of small divot in the middle of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, those cylinders are pegs that go onto the inside of Mixmaster's uh, head mode, and that's not. Explaining the instructions whatsoever. But Mixmaster attaches incredibly solidly. Sadly, there is no neck joint mechanism. I was, like, so wondering, like, are you going to do it? Is it going to be a neck joint? However, unless Overload, you know, locks in more places than I think, I think there's a waist joint on this Devastator. Because the upper wheel on the robot mode that can turn uh, horizontally, that just seems to be, like, a a mid-torso waist joint for Devastator. Hmm. Uh, that would be kind of insane. The way that it connects, I think there's a good chance that it is, like, it's not a waist joint, but a mid-torso swivel in place of a waist joint. I think this Devastator is going to have basically, like, a mid-torso swivel. Uh, and that, that's getting me kind of hyped. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the, I didn't know how a neck joint would be feasible. I just thought maybe it's in there, but it wasn't. Uh and that's fine, because part of the reason why it isn't in there is because the head locks in so damn solidly. Um, yeah, I like this guy a lot. <laughs> I, I like that his robot mode and transformations are fun, because that puts him above uh, Rampage, and kind of half puts him above uh, Long Haul. Who, I like Long Haul's modes. It's the, there's something hinky about Long Rampage and Long Haul, to me, are kind of like the, the... The two feet are also kind of the bottom tier out of this whole set for me. I don't know what it is about. I mean, Rampage is pretty clear to me what it is. It's that his robot mode is the third mode. But Long Haul, I was, I'm really surprised. Like, I like him. But he and Rampage are kind of... They're kind of dragging behind everyone else for me. Uh, but, you know, two out of six so far, dragging behind, that's a pretty good record, I think. Pretty good ratio. Um, I don't know. TJ, what about you? Where would you, you put Scavenger on your, uh, your list? Uh, it's, it, it's really hard for me to decide right now. He is somewhere in the middle because we do have a few that just seem to be there just because um, uh, I like I'm happier with the toy than I expected to be. Let's put it that way. Yeah, because I did. I did not. I did not expect to be 
having fun with a figure that I had previously dogged on because you know, I just really didn't like the original. Yeah. But, you know, it it does a solid job. It's going to do what it's supposed to do. So, yeah, I'm enjoying it for what it is. He's a... I'm just... I'm sorry, I was just getting him into a pose with the, using the waist joint and the little bit of neck movement. And outside of going into third-party budgets, I think this is basically... This is the best robot mode I could ask for, for Scavenger. I can get it looking like he's twisting and reaching for something while rolling. And, like, I, on a mainline toy, that kind of amazes me, given, you know, his entire body. Uh... Also, it's cute that he has the little thing where, like, the, the shovel hands, you can, like, split off a finger. Yeah. <laughs> not a thumb. Not a, not a, no, a, it's just, I would call it a, a an honorary finger is, is the an best way to describe it. An honorary finger. That's, that's a good way to phrase it. Yeah. <laughs> the, the idea of a finger is there. You know, he saw someone else have fingers and he was like, I want to try that. Uh, but yeah, also, uh, this means we're, there's only two left. Uh, we got one more Voyager. We got Scavenger. I'm pretty sure Scavenger's going to be a good toy because he's one of the arms and he's a Voyager. So there's there's very little for him to have to, like, make room for. Yeah, because uh, the other arm is two deluxes. Yeah, and they and also... So you've, you've got to sacrifice a little bit to them fitting into each other. Even then, because it's two toys making the arm, they, they actually don't that sacrifice much of anything. It's just like a little swiveling piece, basically. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of incredible when I put them together finally, and then he does, by the way, use basically a modified Combiner Wars port uh, for the the arm connection, mm-hmm. uh, which is way solid. It's one where you actually have to lift up the tab a bit to unlock it. I find, um, but yeah, those two guys they just they connect together and thus form an elbow by having one tiny swiveling piece. And then Hightower has to make room for a ratcheted shoulder joint, but then Hightower's the one who also doesn't have arms, for the most part. He's got the little T-Rex things. So uh, this is very smartly put together. So, like, Scavenger might have to make room for an elbow and a shoulder, and that might impact him, but he's just a yellow biped, so I I, I can't imagine it's going to be all that bad. Overload is really, that's that's the the mystery now. Like, Mm -hmm. like, how does Overload turn out? Are they going to, like, I would imagine that Devastator's hip joints will just be his hip joints. That way you're not having to, like, make more room for more heavy-duty heavy, heavy duty joints. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be a leader-class giant truck thing. Like, that. I'm really hyped for that one. That one looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. I can remember the Legends one being a really good figure. Just for that little tiny size. Yeah. It's a cool design, too, because it's, like, just a weird kind of alien-looking biped thing with, like, a scorpion tail or whatever. Uh... He had a, he's a little bone crusher and he had these massive arms and tiny, tiny little legs yeah. and that big scorpion thing over those, over his back. Yeah. And, and then you imagine that in like a leader price point. And even though he is going to like have to make room for, st- he's going to also, I, I believe he comes with like an extra piece to like gussy up Devastator's head. But even then, like, even if he's just a very good Voyager with extra parts and a bunch of Devastator ratchets put in, like, I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, it's just really, uh, like, I hope that he locks in solidly with the legs and the, the torso pieces lock together solidly. It looks like Overload slots right into one of the giant wheels on Scavenger. Like, the, I, I can see the T-track, and I can't imagine that's going to be a light connection. So, I'm, I don't know, I'm I'm really excited about this. I want these... Earthrise is cool and all, but I'm 
way more excited about this Devastator project because we're so close now. I just really hope that Overload comes out first. As much as, like, you know, we'll all be playing um, with a one-armed Devastator, like, I need to know. <laughs> last I checked, he's due to come out last. I know, but those what do those dates really mean? What do those dates really mean? They're they're implied. I don't know. I'm I'm hoping for I'm hoping for a New Year's miracle. Let's start let's start the 2020s off. I was gonna say start them off really well, but like we're talking about like a big expensive <laughs> like eight figure toy of a questionable design that I love. I don't know. Start start off my 2020s well. Give me my overload. Uh, TJ, anything else Transformers on your end that's fresh that you want to hit up? Uh, I'm trying to think. Now I can't remember. I can't remember if I've even talked about anything I got for Christmas. Um, no, I we would not have. Hmm. Got an MP Black Arachnia in. Hey, how are you finding her? Hey, actually, I don't. I, I want to cut to a chase to see because I'm. I'm still salty. I like her, but I'm salty about something. How did you Uh-oh. find trying to plug anything onto the spider mode? <laughs> uh, honestly, I haven't tried it yet. Don't. Okay, it goes badly. So you know, okay, so you know how she's got like the, her her missile that you're supposed to be able to like plug underneath the spider mode. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that missile that is tentatively on tiny tabs plugged onto her spider mode is then the it's part of a C clip that is supposed to connect her to the blue web as well. Mm-hmm. And the translucent blue U piece that goes around that rod, uh. A, the whole thing doesn't work, and B, trying to do it for a day, over here in Toronto, that, that blue piece cracked in half after a day. Oh. Over where you are, with your climate, I would say, just don't. <laughs> Clear plastic doesn't work here, it might already be broken. The robot mode connection to that web is fine, but the spider mode connection, is a, it, it doesn't work. <laughs> even what if that clip was indestructible it's trying to use the missile as the connector and the missile barely connects to the spider mode so uh okay i had to get my salt out of the way otherwise i love that figure i hope you i hope you're liking her i'm not sure if you're liking her I hope, I hope uh, yeah i do like her a lot all right like i mean her, her beast mode is kind of jank but there's really no way of avoiding that because the animation cheated so much so, yeah, I give her, I give her, I give her enough credit for that that she's still forming the shape of a convincible spider. I will put it this way: she's a lot closer to a black widow than her original toy. Yes, and and there's also a lot about that spider mode that like there's a lot of locking points for that spider mode that I don't think are very clear on the instruction sheet. And mm-hmm. for a whole day, I was like, "This is really janky spider mode." Then I suddenly realized there were all these like kind of hidden tabs and slots. That are not straight up tabs and slots, but like flat parts and open chasms that actually slot together to hold the spider mm-hmm. mode together. Like that, it's kind of cool. But uh, yeah, like spider mode. Spider mode. That's one of those masterpiece toys where like vehicle mode, or in this case, beast mode, kind of a bonus for the main event for me. Yeah, like because. That's one of you know. It's one of my favorite Transformer characters, and she desperately needed some really good-looking toys. Yes, 
uh, we could not keep relying on the Legends toy that was an animated toy. Like, the, it was a very yeah. cool redeco, but it was it, it it could not carry that mantle for me. Mm-mm. No, I got I went back to look at some of the other Beast Machine Beast Wars uh, episodes featuring her recently, and like I forget sometimes that her story arc is exceptionally good. Mm-hmm. Reviewing it, I might even put it over Dinobots, just because it's such a big change from her original stance. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, it's it's also... it's. Not, I'm not going to say it's... I was going to say rare. I, I think it's uncommon in Transformers television to have, like, a, a side-switch arc that takes that long and is not really blatantly telegraphed on, like, day two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'm, re- I'm just really happy she has a really, really nice looking figure. Finally, yeah, yeah. I got, I got no problems with the robot mode. Uh, and the robot mode connects to the web with a peg, like a normal toy. So you shouldn't have to worry about like cracking a thing open with that. Oh, good. I don't know. That spider connection's just a sore point. Um. Trying to remember, she comes. Oh yeah, she comes with a stand, which is kind of nice. Yeah, she comes with a stand bigger than she is. Yeah, I was really expecting her to not come with the stand until I opened the box. <laughs> uh, like I didn't keep up with all the coverage super super hard, so you know, I, I think it was revealed at some point. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I was uh, I was really happy that she's like a total package, and you get a really nice stand um, as long as she's not in spider mode. Uh, I think I, I've got one other thing I want to bring up. Yeah, just uh, just because it is it is worth it is worth it. Um, so I have the I have the first wave of Cyberverse deluxes, like Ooh. the actual deluxes, mm. not the Warrior class. I've got the Shockwave from that. Of course you do. Okay, in this case, it was the only one I found. I wasn't like trying to. <laughs> just willed it to be there. I was kind of mad because I mean he's he's all right, but he's like the least exciting one of the four. I mean he's the least exciting because he's actually gotten decent figures in this lineup, and they're pretty much all doing the same thing. Yeah, like like on that one, it was just kind of like, hey, this is like all the good shockwaves, but he's got ankle tilts too. All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I was I was actually I felt a little guilty about it. I was kind of let down by the alt mode because I was like. This is like an alt mode that this guy was already pulling off pretty well, and the other ones are all like making real strides. I think with the alt modes, even Megatron and Shockwave was kind of like, "Hey, what's up?" I'm I just still go backwards. Yeah, I mean the Megatron is probably the one who needed that the most, just because his vehicle mode is always, for whatever reason, they simplify it down to crotch forward tank mode. Yeah. And there's just nothing obscuring the fact that this is just this is just his pelvis as the front of a tank. Yeah, he's just he's just like very confident. He's like, no, hit me there. Uh, I'm gonna stop feeling anything after a while. Yeah, well, yeah, like a martial artist. Yeah, like because that's that just the thing for Megatrons, where it's like whether like because his armada stuck his head there. Yeah, yeah, he's just like, no, go go for it. I'm gonna grab you with my ears. 
Yeah. That's how cool I am. And yeah, and then movie Megatron started off with, actually maintained through two movies, like just put, not even his head there, but straight up facing you with a cage yes. on his face. Uh, but the toys themselves are fine. Like they're, they're like, I should say fine. They're really nice. Like, especially in comparison to like previous Cyberverse toys, because they mm. do kind of go back to the older style of engineering. There's a lot yeah. more ball joints involved and such. Yeah, and even but, even like on Shockwave, in part because it's so simple, I was kind of impressed that there's flaps to cover for where his hands fold away. Mm-hmm. Like that was sort of neat. Yeah, but the other the others also do a pretty nice job of getting their their characters accurate and still doing uh doing a solid job of transforming and giving them articulation. And all that Megatron actually looks like a tank in vehicle mode. Yeah, he did it. Yeah, with like an actual turret, not just his arms stuck up in the air. <laughs> with two fists just sort of chilling out there holding a yeah. cannon. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm still under, like, there's part of me that will still stick up for the the spark armor Bumblebee is just like, this is an extremely good Bumblebee for Cyberverse, even without the door wings. Mm-hmm. But I will, like, credit where it's due. Like, this one does just as good of a job, and the paint's a lot better, so... Well, that that one was we what we what we thought was going to be the best Bumblebee was the warm up. It turns out, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, like super happy. They are all like, like you're not getting siege level of solid, just because it's all ball joint stuff. But they are far and away better than any of the other Cyberverse toys at that size. Uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to finding the other three. Uh, you know, I guess the other seven, technically. It'd be nice if, like, it's just suddenly I find Wave 2 and the other three Wave 1s I'm looking for. Um, but, I, no, they, they look fun. Like, the like the worst thing I've heard about them, and it's like, you know, because they're full of ball joints, it's something I can deal with. I, I know uh, more than one person said that the, the biggest problem they had was that the joints were just loose. But if it's ball joints, I can fix that. So, right. You know, whatever, I'm fine. Also, if it's ball joints, sometimes those things just tighten themselves once the mold release evaporates. Um, uh, you know, if you if you have a if you have a, a jiggly Megatron, like put him put him uh, on the porch for an hour, then go and go and check him see if he's done. Um, I forgot with those four, are you able to approximate Macadams? Or I think there was like a Keystone piece that's missing. Uh, you get well, you get his torso. Mm-hmm. You get hit. You get one of his legs, and then how much is it? Now I'm trying to remember. Hang on. <laughs> I, I remember someone saying there is like a keystone piece missing, so you can't attach one of his limbs yet. Maybe it's crotch. Okay. Okay. So okay. So you get his upper torso, yeah. his lower torso, uh, his uh, entire left leg. Yeah. And then one of his forearms. Oh, that's what it was. So he has no <laughs> shoulder co- to connect it yet. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I did notice already on the leg, the leg that came with Shockwave, and I saw someone who took a photo and, and did some Photoshop work to to confirm it. Like he's going to be little. He, he's oh not, yeah, he's not going to be a, a big towering McAdams. That's fine though. You know what? It's still a McAdams action figure. Uh huh. You know that I'm getting. I'm going to save for free. With some decent deluxes. Yeah, it's like any build of you know, it's like any build a figure. It's like it's going to be what it is. Mm. Like, it's hard to it's like cause you look at like a Marvel Legends where twenty bucks a figure gets you this big, you know, build a figure that's comparable to the, an actual release. Yeah. 
but also those don't have to turn into a vehicle too. Yeah, like on shock on shockwave, even with shockwave being simplified, like I looked at I looked at how many moving parts are on him and precisely what he's doing and all his accessories, and I'm like, I see how this ends up costing a deluxe price in you know 2019 at the time. Uh, yeah, I, begrudgingly, like I, I wish he did a bit more for the price, but I don't feel like I'm paying for the McAdams part in a really noticeable way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I hope I hope I can find those those other guys because I've heard very good stuff about Bumblebee. I've heard some pretty good stuff about Optimus, and I've heard that if the joints get tight, Megatron's a thing too. So it's like I feel like I've got the least impressive one of the four, and if I got to start with one, like a. Hey, if I'm already like really wanting to pick up all four, I'd like to start with the the least exciting one because then it's just all right. it's only up from there. Uh, any, anything else you want to hit, or shall we uh, bop to a question? Yeah, we can move on. All right, we're gonna hit this question from D Joker Thirteen X. One of the three final 2019 questions we had uh, left over on our list. Uh, he says, "Hello, podcast peeps. Devin here with another listener questions. So two things I love are history and Transformers, and with recent generation selects line being a thing, it's been a wonderful marriage of these two passions. In my planning on how and where to display the figures, uh, the realization came to me: a lot of these figures, like Galactic Man, the Power Dashers, Red Wing, etc., uh, a lot of them have next to no fiction or characterization. So I figured it'd be fun to write bios for them. This eventually led uh, to making a team from various timelines, dimensions, realities that were gathered to fight forces that threaten all of existence. I even decided to give them semi-obscure references in the team name by calling them." Arch Force. Uh, have you ever done similar things with Transformers by making a character for the figure? Uh, if so, what are some examples aside from Omega Supreme, Chris? Haha, which PS I'm 100% down for Select Supreme. I was going to get salty, but but you support the best tour release we could hope for this year, so I'm, I'm fine with this. Uh, love to hear your answers. Keep up the great work. Y'all are one of my all-time favorite podcasts. Click. Well, thanks for, thanks for listening. Um... Also, P.S., uh, there is a picture of the team saved for Earthrise Ironworks will be there as well. Uh, that's a cool picture. I'm gonna, I am gonna. gotta try to remember to put this in the thread. Um, yeah, and we can't see it because yeah. it's only view attachment, not the actual picture. Thanks. Oh! Wait, isn't there a thing, though, where I can just give you the attachment JPEG URL? Nope. Really? Nope. nope. Hang on. You do not have permission to view this page or perform this action. What? No, I know I've gotten. Hang on, I don't mean to like sit here on a podcast and try to challenge the board tech, but I'm going to do it. What? Sorry, I used a. I used a. I did the uh, what is it? An incognito browser to prove that I can uh-huh. do it. What the hell? Okay, okay. You know what? No, I'm not. So I'm up. sure. I'm sure, Devin, that this is a wonderful picture. Chris just doesn't want to share it. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. friggin'. Can I do this? Can, I can't drag it into Discord. Then what's the point? Of Discord! Okay. I'm going to solve this. Uh, in the meantime, though, Aaron... <laughs> you ever, um... I can't say as I've ever made characterizations for the toys. Um, I That's not my play pattern, I guess. Is the is the easy, cheap-out answer. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, have, you ever, have you ever not, like, like stared at a guy and gone, like, okay, you're a blank slate... I imagine that you're uh no, British. Not really. I bet you're an engineer or something. You ever no. apply yourself over top of a, a robot no. toy? What? Just that one no, Lego I... man? Just well that one Lego man that looks like me? Yeah. Or the one Lego man that's <laughs> named Aaron. Which one? Oh right, there's a ninja called Aaron, I forgot. No, I don't know anymore. <laughs> I was thinking of the one that looks like you. Yeah. 
but I but I've not said this is me. I again not my play pattern. I'm. It's it's cool that people that have that uh, that imagination. I just I ain't wired that way. I guess. All right. That <laughs> that makes it sound like you just don't have imagination. Yeah, no, I don't. Well, the way I, you put it, it, I, it I all it do. all goes into fixing crap at work. I got imagination for one who designed thing. this. Go look at the name. Oh, of course, that's one of their designs. Let's go figure out how to fix it without costing a few hundred thousand dollars. I got imagination for helicopters and helicopter mechanisms. Yep. Uh, also, I, I put the photo. I did it. I put the photo into our Discord. I'm proud of myself. Oh, uh, where? The podcast. Oh, cog- podcast list. Okay. <laughs> I, w- I was loaded into one of the other chat channels. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, that is a wonderful image. That's what I said, right? Yes. Okay. I'm just making sure that you know, we're not faking it. Okay. TJ is although, a- although seeing Nightbird there reminds me that I still need to get that wave of uh, promo cards. Really? Yeah. My FLGS just has pretended that it doesn't exist anymore and that makes me sad in my heart i would dare say corner them and say no you were sent these and prove to me you weren't (sighs) well that i've got to get the one guy that's not like that knows where those things are because i've gone in a couple times just to ask and it's like oh i don't deal with that i only deal with the FNM stuff. It's like, well, it's probably in the same stuff. It's in it's, the same thing. Where does he put the FNM stuff? It's wizards. It's all that stuff. Where's the FNM stuff? And then he shows me a bunch of the like the boosters that now they got to open up and split or may, do whatever. And he starts complaining about FNM that. Stuff just is like in a, is in a, in a drawer or in a cabinet. It's in a drawer. Okay, here's okay. Three kingdoms. FNM stuff's in a drawer. You know what else is in the drawer? The Transformers promos. Because they because they're no. from the same place. <laughs> no, before they were putting the Transformers promo in a different area, and I said, "Well, they had the Wave One promos Why? were over in that thing." Oh, I don't, I don't touch that drawer. It's like, but can you? Is it wired? Is like, there a thumb? You're behind here? the counter, and you're the only one that's working here. I'm not going to tell anybody. Are you going to tell anybody? <laughs> the only no, I got, I got to help these other guys out. Hold on, I'll be back. And, and there's no one else in the store. He's just yeah. Go. I'm yeah. only incredulous because it's like you're asking them to do. What I would consider to be having talked to people where it is literally the bare minimum. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, it's, I there's no overcoming other people's inbuilt laziness. It's more work to pretend they're not there. Yeah. Oh, I I feel, brother. I yeah. Uh-huh. This is reminding like, me. Like I of... feel like I should have gone tonight during FNM. Yeah, when the drawers to open. go to go bug the crap out of them about something else. Like, nah, dude, I can sit here and keep asking you questions and keep you from going and answering that poor kid that's had his hand up for a judge call for the last twenty minutes. Or maybe I'll just get back here and root around a little bit myself. Is that cool? No. Oh, you're going to come over and look. Okay. Well, why don't you just pull that drawer out? This hand me some of those cards. Of, I think it was Cameron who was like, was it Cameron who was saying he had trouble with? An, it might have been someone else. This, that, that anecdote where they were like, I, I just want to order a case, a shipping case. Yeah, I think it, I think it was Cameron. It was, yeah, it was Cameron. It was like, I just want to order a shipping case of booster boxes, meaning I wish to purchase <sighs> the one solid object they will ship you, so you don't have to do anything else. Because I want to just be able to run some drafts. And they're like, oh, we, I don't know, man. I don't know. And it's like, you don't have to do anything but order a yeah. Watsy with the button you push to do it i'm gonna give you all the money that it costs 
<laughs> and I will take it from yeah. you, tape sealed. <laughs> I think I saw one of those even on the Facebook group that was like, I'll pay you up front for it so you're not even out, and they hemmed and hawed. Yeah, because I've had some people describe to me that it comes from the magic-oriented antagonism that is growing between Watsy and some stores as far as providing paper product and providing... Uh, yeah, because they're doing the what, products, uh, the secret layer uh, what's stuff. the the secret layer stuff? And, and that, yeah, I, I get that. I can get how that causes aggro, but it's the part where someone's like, "No, I want to pay you for the entire thing they ship you, and you don't even have to cut the tape." It's like it's yeah. like push a button, make some money, and then you you don't have to think about it. This guy wants to take it off your hands. Be- yeah, that that was another thing I picked up at the this local FLGS as I was like waiting for for the guy in front of me where they were sitting there complaining about the the secret vault and how that should really be the like the from the vaults and why aren't they doing that and that guy's like oh I know rabble 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 and like going back and forth and I'm like I just I'm, okay that's <sighs> oh it's a shame about your game our game is better uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, TJ, this became a tangent, but I got frustrated by by what Aaron was talking about, and boy, I went, I boy, I went for it. Uh, right, right, rightfully so. If only you still had the like segment markers, so that people could skip and then wonder why there's this odd interlude. I'd never have put it. I would have just loved. It's, it's a surprise one because you know what? We should all be irritated by it. Uh, TJ. Is is that photo of the selects lineup not lovely? Yes, yes, it is quite lovely. Especially that nightbird who caused all this. Also, that nightbird yeah. who, who, for some folks, has fallen apart out of the packet. Anyway, um, TJ, have you ever come up with some characterizations for figures who do not have any characterization in fiction? It has been a long time. There was, there used to be a fanfic writer in my head that would naturally do things like that once in a while. Uh, the last time I can really remember resorting to that was probably R.I.D. Because that line had so many characters oh. that had nothing to do oh, with the yeah. show. I did that during R.I.D. with all the Decepticon insignia characters. Mm. That was fun. See, I, can rem- I can remember in my head the Autobot 3-pack that was all Viacon repaints were like Decepticons that changed sides. So they were like some like Autobot Suicide Squad style team. Oh, that's a really cool idea. It fits the aesthetic too, especially with one of them being that friggin' uh, was it Scavenger? The one who's like the little T-Rex thing? Well, uh, yeah, Scavenger being, like, it is hard to describe his vehicle mode. It's supposed I, to be some kind of, like, dis- you know, demolition vehicle. Except that they basically made it a T-Rex. Like, that that's the thing on the neck basically has a yeah. face. Like, Yeah, like, what made me think of that was uh, Night Cruise, because one arm, like, because of the way he transforms, one arm is just a giant missile launcher, and the other arm is this giant, like, two-pronged claw. Yeah, Night Cruise was like, top tier. This, yo, I love Night Cruise. Yeah. To this day, I do. But, like, that that aesthetic alone was like, you were not supposed to be an Autobot. Yeah, you're a, you're a scary Autobot. And this is before the movies were even a, a glint in our eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no notion of scary Autobots at that point. Um, I remember, like, all the Decepticon insignia figures, if you put them together, much like the Selects lineup, it's like, this just looks like a ragtag team. Who are like bringing back the old purple logo that we haven't seen for a billion years uh, at the time? Um, I come up with characterizations all the time. I came up with one for Alpha, for, for Al- not just Alpha Bravo. All the, those those like new member combiner limbs. I have stories for all of them. Uh, and uh, actually, for Galactic Man, 
I was just, it was a joke, kind of, but I was messing around with him, going like, "No, this is totally like just Shockwave's like horrible brother, like the one that like he's he's the brother who like doesn't say he's coming to visit. You just hear a knock at the door, and he's standing there with his suitcase, and then he pushes past you when the door opens, and he's also better than you at everything. Like that's who Galactic Man is to me. Uh, I also believe he would refer to himself as the Galactic Man, um, because his brother Shockwave is." Is barely a man. <laughs> Isn't that right, little brother? Just punches punches him in the eyeball. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, I've I've done that kind of stuff. Uh, I have fun doing that, <laughs> especially through the venue of video media. Uh, but I hope that answered your question, uh, D Joker thirteen X Devin. Uh, and hopefully, I remembered to put your photo in the thread and not as an attachment from the conversation message i have a little news item here i just want to touch on from today because this is entirely for me because i believe this was made entirely for me shockwave lab they, they make i believe shockwave lab might actually just be one person from what i've ascertained um you know that's a, an important thing to think about when you think about the output of shockwave lab just really neat little small box things for the most part but this is a uh, shockwave lab 58 and 59 upgrade kits are for Holy crap, power of the primes, Rodimus Prime and Rodimus Unicronus to do literally the one precise thing that made those figures like go from really cool to below mediocre for me in the combined mode. It, it, it's attachments. There's, there's also fillers for the shoulders, which are fine, and they just turn into like goo that's hanging off of their hips. Uh, but it's a, a new set of thighs that add another joint so that when you have the combined Rodimus uh, mode, you know, with the trailer, uh, the shoulders articulate in the right spot at where the shoulders would articulate, as opposed to on either side of his neck. Uh, I can't express how excited I am about these, because that that was not just my one major issue with the design, but it was one that actually made me dislike the figure uh, when up until the point of engaging with those shoulders, I liked the figure. Uh, and I know a lot of people were able to, to look past that uh, in a way that I could not, so I'm, I'm really excited about this. Um, I heard an inhalation, so I paused. I know one of you have been breathing. Uh, Aaron. Sorry, I, I, I can't not breathe. I... <laughs> I, I I have yeah. to to kick over to human mode occasionally. I thought yeah. you were. I thought, oh, go ahead, go ahead. How dare you accuse me of breathing? I listen. All right. Sometimes I just go with my gut. Uh, I was gonna say, Aaron. Uh, I don't know if your power of the primes, Rodimus, that I believe I know. I think you said you got him. Yeah. You uh, you feel like giving him some some more joints? I don't think so. Like I appreciate what this is doing. Uh, for sure, but I'd have to figure out where that toy is and then care enough to do this. Oh boy, wow. It's quietly negging it's a, on poor Rodimus. It's a big one-two punch on it. Oh, uh, man. Uh, well, TJ, what about you? I know you're you're, you're down with the Rodimus. Mm-hmm. Want to give him some uh, give him some more joints? Um, honestly, it is very tempting just because, yes, that does give him the shoulder articulation I would love for that figure to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, that toy is a lot more to me than just that mode, though. Because I look at him. Yeah. Because, like, that 
that rod, like that hot rod, rather, that's sitting in the core of that toy, to me, is the best hot rod toy we've ever gotten. Hmm. Like, it is just really sleek and compact. It doesn't have a big backpack full of stuff. It just looks like a really, really good hot rod. And mm-hmm. I really hate how these things look on him as thighs. I've like, seen a lot of people really turned off by basically changing his kneecaps to black squares. And I don't know what it is about me. It doesn't bother me at all. Like, like It's that. It's how squared off and sharp angled the new thighs are. You know, yeah, they they are they are definitely designed to be in proportion to the combined mode. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. It's just man, like I. It almost looks like with the way that the knees are, and that block that it calls out. It almost looks like he's got like artificial lower legs. I mean, he is a robot in disguise. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I'm saying that like, like he's been amputated and he's got like some sort of adapter thing on his thighs to have legs <laughs> i also appreciate like every like i only looked at one facebook thread but it's like the the the, the thighs are the thing that are getting people but like everyone's like yeah but also I, you know, there's, there's also two giant hunks that can store on his thighs but everyone's i think just is is operating on the assumption they'll just leave those off uh i don't know i'm i'm, I'm kind of hyped for this i really want one <laughs> Uh, I, I expect this will not be super expensive. I'm going to try to grab these when they come out. Cause I, oh, I don't know why I'm so fixated on the combined mode, but like, because it's like, it's the one thing that holds that figure from back from being like just a perfect leader class toy for me. Uh, I need it. I need it. Anyway, I wanted to give that some, some spotlight. We got another listener question here. This is from the Vicuminator. Says, my warmest greetings to the face stable known as the WGF crew. It's been a while since I piped in, but I remembered most of you are casual to moderate wrestling fans. Uh, so I thought it might be a nice change of pace for the show if I asked if any of you have taken time to check out AEW yet, All Elite Wrestling. And if so, what do you think about it? I personally find it to be some of the most consistently enjoyable wrestling content I've seen in quite a while, though I do admit it's had its stumbling blocks, like the fact that you kind of need to watch the YouTube stuff, or you'll miss out on some story details. That's all for this time. Hope you guys have had a good rest of the show. Uh, the Vacuminator, Aaron. Big wrestling fan. Uh, yeah, the, keep, keep the largest. Um, AEW? Yeah. Be, be, um, with they're the doing things in it, for sure. Be, can you believe it, though, uh, what they did with... Uh... <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I was trying to think of a name. I can't remember anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Aaron, I don't want to... I mean, that hot take has kind of blown us all away, so I'm going to let you take a step back uh, for a second. Collect yourself. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go back on mute and sneeze some more, so uh, you guys enjoy. With excitement. That's what that yeah. we talk about. That's, being, that's why. I just got so excited. It's just... Being the uh, elite. brain's just firing, yeah. Uh, TJ, I think you... Have you been checking out AEW? Uh, when I get the chance. Because I've, I've Which, mostly just checked it out on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, like I do with most wrestling now. I just watch clips on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, like, the last episode was fun because it was filmed on a cruise ship, which was an interesting aesthetic for a wrestling show. Yeah. I, I think it's it's really great that there is a popular new company that is on TV because that's good for everybody. Yeah, uh, I, I, think it, I think it's good that a competitor with real money exists. Yeah. Because it can legitimately put, a, put up a threat. I'm just kind of amazed at some of the aforementioned stumbling blocks, though. Like, like some of those stumbling blocks, I'm kind of like, what? What's going on? What are- I mean, 
it, it is it is early in their life. They're, it's going to be a learning phase for a while. Yeah. You know, and, you like, know, there, I, there are my there are my grievances with it. You know, they take a few too many shots at WWE instead of doing their own thing. And there, and and I, I will I will totally agree with anyone who who has gotten tired already of their rabid fan base. Uh, yeah. Some comment sections on YouTube videos that I the, the aforementioned YouTube clips I look at. Boy, some of those comment sections are a mess. Because it's like. For sure. Like, I, I do think some people have now, I, I know some folks who are kind of like, they'll just take their time to dog on AEW because the fans of it are so irritating. And I'm like, I get it. But let's, let's not forget, like, that, that the one that's got, you know, Vince McMahon running it is still probably making way more mistakes with more money and more experience behind them. But yeah, AEW's, I, I was kind of like, I was hoping that they'd be a little bit more, I don't know, nuts. Uh, in, in the way that I want it, you know, like more Lucha Underground nuts, more Chikara nuts. I mean, I mean, they did have a very bloody death match in AEW already. Yeah, but I don't know. But like, it, it's 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 not like they weren't robots. It, they weren't time travelers. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, he's not a spaceman. He's not an actual dragon. Yeah, and this and I, this woman isn't vaporizing people for failing her. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't know. I'm not. I don't feel like I'm demanding much. Yeah, I, I've seen people going like, "Oh, I can't wait till Broken Matt Hardy's in AEW," and I'm kind of like, "I don't know if I'm really." I mean, I'm sure they let him do whatever he wants, but like, they they have not set a I, tone for fantastical for me. Yeah, like like I know like you all want your Broken Matt. Have you seen the Magic Gauntlet with the demon possession that makes you kill people indiscriminately? I have not seen that. Do you have that? Okay, you you spouting Lucha Underground to me, and you don't know that. Oh, I thought you were talking about AEW, and I was like, "What no, AEW no, Magic?" Oh. Okay, <laughs> no, they have they have not they, they're not even close to that. They're they're trying to be very nineties, very nineties attitude era style. Yeah, I, I I will also say the part where like there's the storyline is halfway's on YouTube. I'm like, I get it, but also like like play some of those clips for me so I know what's going on, and I don't know. Let, let there be some fantastical stuff that makes me... I get the most excited about fantastical stuff because I'm like, right now, with what wrestling is, it's that we all know that it is performance stunt work uh, and storytelling. So let it be fantastical, because it's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, like, I like that Orange Cassidy's in there. He's fun to watch. I, I think that he actually is really has a, has a cool thing going on. That is not like either super fantastical either, and it's not like silly, like super silly, like I'm going to throw you with my penis type stuff. Like it's totally Johnny Cage as a wrestler character, and that's cool. Just just just, to, just so Aaron's not out of the loop. Yes, what he just mentioned really is a thing that a guy does. Yeah. No, I I I know. Yeah, no, everyone knows about Joey Ryan by this point. Um, yeah, I mean, I I I know enough to be like, wow, yeah, crazy nonsense, but. I, I, I want to. I, I, I couldn't see, tell uh, you who it was crazy nonsense. I just know I've seen that video. I want to see room made for stuff like the slow motion grenade. You know, like that—that's the stuff I want to see room made for. But even then, this AW, I just don't. I, I'm sure they would make room for broken mat. I want more broken mat myself. That's one of my favorite things in the last like several years. But I don't. I don't know that him going there means that they'll they'll just let the you know crazy stuff go on. At least in in a way that weaves together with what else they're doing. Because like like you were saying, TJ, I get more of a like, 90s indie with more money kind of impression from them. Yeah, something like that. And and that's fine. It's just, like, I, I I would like some fantastical, and I feel like with Lucha Underground being basically a, you know, corpse, 
at this point. Like, I, I don't get that from anyone now. The closest I get is I have to go over to WWE and, like, watch what Bray Wyatt's doing and then only watch what he's doing <laughs> on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they're even messing with that with all the silly red light nonsense. It's like, this doesn't have, this, this worked really well the first time when everything was not covered in red light. Every, yeah, everyone hates the red light. No, one, yeah. no one knows why they're still doing it. You know what the red light also really screws with? Video streaming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the artifacting off that red light was crazy. I was like, what? Oh, this is... oh yeah, it was, it was best when they first debuted it, because it was Hell in the Cell, where the cell was bright red. Yeah, it's just like, we created a situation where streaming pixels uh, are going to basically vomit trying to do this at speed. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm happy that there's lots going on. My personal favorite wrestling stuff, though, right now is is primarily just like Matt Hardy's YouTube channel and clips of the Fiend. <laughs> I don't, I don't really have the stomach to like watch a lot of full stuff. Although there's there's cool matches going on too, but I need, I, I like fantastical stuff. I, I need a new Lucha Underground. Uh, maybe maybe a, a new Lucha Underground that also is like trying a little less hard to tell me it's cool because that that was the biggest problem with lucha underground in season one was matt striker constantly asserting how cool they are i was like okay i don't need the, i don't need you to tell me thanks uh anyway i hope that answered your question tj anything else wrestling wise you want to throw out just to, to further because i know that wrestling is also a topic that can just make people fall over and will take their headphones off so before mm-hmm. they put it back on anything else you want to throw in there I, I feel what? fully attacked. <laughs> Maybe. Sorry, I just put my headphones back on. I, I know, I know. I'm watching. Uh, but yeah, TJ, uh, anything else? Or do you wanna... uh, I don't know, but he's calling. I, I, I appreciate you thinking we're a face stable, but honestly, I'm just a, I'm a tweener waiting to turn. Yeah, I don't like, understand I'm, I'm how I'd ever ever be a face. I'm, I'm yeah, I, I, yeah. Heel, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the TFCon where all three of us are actually together, just so I can hit him with steel chairs. Yeah, I mean, I, I I've been training for it every day. It's uh, hmm. you know, oh, what I'll also throw out there, like WWE does have a really good new hire because they did take on Dan Reichert. Um, so I'm sure their podcast production is going to be solid. Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing Dan Reichert on WWE television within the next three years because that's how you know his life goes. Talk about the the strangest timeline. Is it though? Because it's like, where else was he? Go- he was either going to be a games yeah. journalist or in wrestling. So yeah, you- <laughs> well, I know, I know, but still, it was just a matter of like listening to that and just being like, "Yep, I'm going to do that thing." It's like, wait, uh, okay, yeah. So I, I didn't have the feeling that it was like, mm, I wonder if I'll jump ship or something. Yeah, it's like the the one the like the one thing that could be his other calling in life called him. So yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, thanks, Vacuminator, for the question. We're going to hit one other little news item here. I just wanted to cover this because I had missed the first half of this, and I like what's going on even if the thing never comes out. Uh, new third-party company, Lemon Tree Toys, who I've never heard of. Uh, other than, like I've seen, I've seen some of their prototypes, but they're in the I've-never-heard-of-them stage where I'm like, I don't know if their toys are going to be built any, any, any good uh, to any notable level of quality. They have a figure coming out, or that they're at least showing renders of, called Purple Potato. Uh, which is the uh, Decepticon battleship that Galvatron uh, was was gifted in the 1986 Transformers movie. Uh, they revealed that the, that the ship turns into Shockwave. 
and I'm I'm into it. If it's built well, I'm I'm into it. That's a creative idea. It's it's a it's it's a little bit left field. It's like, hey, what else was the ship going to turn into? Uh, yeah. Looking at renders, like it looks like it, it's got a transformation going on. You know, a lot, a lot of the ship disappears. Uh, the two pods take up a very good backpack position on Shockwave. Um, if it's built well, I, I'd like to to see how it works. Um, Aaron, what, what about you? Are you uh, down for some purple I, potato? I will, I will definitely check out somebody else's purple potato. Out of context, boy, howdy. Yeah. <laughs> what a sentence. <laughs> Why do you think I said it that way? Yep. Uh, what about you, TJ? You want to get your hands on some purple potatoes? Uh, I need this purple potato in my hands. <laughs> yes, right. Me too. Well, I do if it's built well. I, I, I can't early adopt. I need to know I, first. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I'm taking That's that. why I said I'll let somebody else buy it. <laughs> yeah, I, like I've taken that stance with a lot of high-end stuff these days. Yeah. Uh, high hound. Um, but <laughs> this in particular, when they showed off... When they showed off Shockwave for Siege, and they said, oh, well, he comes with all these extra armor bits, and they form this vehicle. And, like, that absolutely should have been Galvatron's command ship. Mm-hmm. Like, that that seems, like if, you, if you're really going to go that way, like, that seems like the perfect use for that. I don't know why you didn't do it. Why you didn't pull some lore to make that vehicle mode cooler. I'm thrilled, because I love that spaceship design. Like, I'm, if it's made well... And it's like not insanely priced because this is a brand new company. I would be perfectly happy with that. Yeah. I'm super looking forward to it. Like, it's a weird thing for me to say, but I'm like, you know, I kind of hope this is a known entity who makes good things operating under a new name as a side project so that I can just assume this will be built well. Uh,. Cause yeah, like the, there's a lot about this I'm interested in. Like this, that that spaceship mode looks pretty darn good. You know, it's a render, but still, some of those parts have to go somewhere. Um, and uh, the the only thing that I find a little worry, I guess, worrisome as far as like price point talk, is uh, in the robot mode renders, those hands have little ball joints and the knuckles and a double hinge on the thumb, which means yeah. he's probably going to be at least eight inches tall. So he's probably not going to be inexpensive. And his back li- looks like a lot of that ship becomes foldy bits that collapse in upon themselves. Oh, I mean, yeah. but I, And that, that can either be done quite well or horribly. It, it's mostly like, are they relying on hinge tolerances to stay there, or do they tab together? Uh, so there, there's lots that could go badly on this, but I, 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 I like the gumption of the idea. And hey, there's a silver lining to this. If it goes badly, and it's a company no one's heard of, it means if you wait a year, you <laughs> probably could get it for like 30 bucks. Yeah. Uh, but I hope it goes well, because they, they also have shown some like Bumblebee movie stuff, and I, I would like for their toys to be well-made, because more well-made toys on the market is better than some not well-made toys on the market. Uh, so fingers crossed that when I squeeze the lemon tree's purple potato, uh, the juice that flows into my mouth is uh, sweet and succulent hire me uh we got a listener question here from prime 135 uh 
which says, Hello, denizens of the podcastiverse. Josiah Porgamus Prime 135. Return from the distant lands of the second moon base to impose upon you fine fellows a question, or to better phrase it, a prompt. I've recently been rewatching some of the better entries in Michael Bay's Transformers Quintology, and seeing as we will likely never receive a follow-up to his final outing in the director's chair, I found myself wondering what could have been. What could have come next for our motley crew of Autobot misfits? Would Quintessa have mattered at all? No. Would the final shot of the film have simply been the entire Earth exploding as a middle finger to the audience? Uh, today I ask you to decide. If I might impose, what would this, uh, or what would have been this podcast's ideal pitch for a Transformers 6? Would you have tried to explain the inconsistencies in the other five films? Would there have been other returning characters? You tell me. Please try to keep it in the same universe. No reboots or time travel shenanigans. Uh, Porgamus out. So... What I'd like from a Transformer 6 is for Quintessa and Unicron to matter. I just would not have trusted a Transformer 6 to make them matter. With where Transformers 5 ended, like, huh. I, first off, there's enough stuff, I think, that's irreconcilable between the various movies. Yes. Like, Well, I can come up with the way it works. Right, but it's it's stuff that like you're having to back in to so much stuff to get around things between others that are just entirely like they just don't Oh, you know what? Just don't work. You know what? This is how you explain it. When Unicron does his big exposition scene, he just says I'm sure you're wondering what happened to the dinosaurs. It was me. I'm sure you're wondering, well, how come everyone seems to forget half of what happens every three years? It was me. I'm sure you're wondering why the Autobots all just became murderous lunatics. It was my influence. Just make Unicron the reason why every weird thing that ever happened happened and have him explicitly explain it all for ten minutes. I would actually be way into that. I mean, I know we were given... I I know we were given, like, directions here but <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry movie six was going to be time travel like the insanity of those movies as it is there's only one place you can go and it is to have time travel mucking up the place yeah and yeah. guess 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 what else is a way of explaining what happened to everything yeah or, yeah. or put the two together unicron was time traveling and now he's arrived because suddenly the Earth has always been Unicron. Time travel. There you go. Yeah, he time traveled to before he landed on Earth and dug himself in. No, he, he time traveled to before Earth had any life on it, but had just formed. Then he, he drop kicked it into the sun and took its place. And then, you know, life grew on him instead of on Earth. It's like... Uh, uh, what's the, what's the, the theory about how the moon, like the giant impact... Um, Oh, I recently saw something where somebody had done up a a uh, like a a visual representation of like a proto Earth being hit by a rogue planet that then like had a giant swirl, and in like twenty four or forty eight hours, all the stuff that would have happened, and then the core of what becomes the moon starts orbiting the Earth, and all of that maybe that was unicron yeah and like the billions of years ago or whatever yeah i I mean i think we could all agree that if we're making if we wanted to see something out of a movie that would have come after transformers 5 
it would have been answers to all the dangling Transformers 5 stuff. Uh, the thing is, my expectations would be highly tempered by the fact that Transformers 5, if this had all continued, would have proven to me that all the writer's room did was create lots of good stories for them to tear the spines out of and weave together into a braid. Because that's what Transformers 5 was. <laughs> Figure out some reason that Merlin matters. No, I mean, we forget about him by that point. They take three new scripts yeah, and, okay. and rip their spines out, tie them into a braid, and then put Quintessa and Unicron in. So what would it be? Like the JFK assassination? JFK assassination, that's, uh, that's... something on a jungle island, and <laughs> a, a race, e- a sports race. Every Bermuda Triangle incident. That too. That Bermuda, all... triang- Bermuda Triangle is Unicron's mall. Yeah, Unicron has a triangle-shaped mouth, because he's a squid. He's got a beak. But yeah, like I, the, the problem with my answer to this not being more excited is that the last night really took the wind out of my sails as someone who had the wind put back in his sails by Age of Extinction. So, like, I probably would have just been a cynical garbage person talking about Transformers 6 when it came up. I would have just been like, all I want is for there to be one script. That's what I would like out of this movie. Not three. I would have also liked, um... See, now I can't even remember her name. Um... The girl who should have been the main character, who lived in the DMZ with all the the orphaned Transformers. Oh. She should have had uh, her go in Transformers 6. It should have opened with, with Mark Wahlberg... Uh, I don't know. His character dies in his sleep or something, and and then <laughs> she has to be the main character afterwards. They're at the funeral of Anthony Hopkins' character, whose name I also forgot, and then yeah. Mark Wahlberg accidentally, characters. yeah, and then Mark Wahlberg accidentally falls into the grave and breaks his neck, and then <laughs> slammed to slammed to the title screen. <laughs> And then it's it's her movie afterwards. Oh, also, everyone from the military, Mark Wahlberg falls in and breaks his neck, and then Josh Duhamel and all the other military characters go, oh no, Mark, are you okay? And then they all fall in two and break all their necks. How deep is this grave? <laughs> Anthony Hopkins had the... In, in his will, he was like, I wish to be buried in a ten-story deep ditch. And you know what? Cogman was down for that. It's all... It's her... It's the girl... With the with the with the DMZ Transformers orphans and Cogman in mourning, trying to to find a new purpose in life. That's the film. That's what I want. Can we at least spare Tyrese? Tyrese, I feel is is there's victimless in this one. Well, he's not in the military anymore in the movie, so he's fine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, although he also doesn't show up. Uh, he he he's in a phone call. And he's like, my the battery. In my- just just before this scene, it's a whole lot of shots from the left, so you see just a bunch of left cheeks. There you go. Sure, we'll put that in the deleted scenes in memorandum on the on the Blu-ray. But no, no, Tyrese is on a phone call, uh, and he's like, "Hey, I'll come out there. My, the battery in my car is out." And then everyone says, "Okay, sure, we'll wait for you." And then they don't, and they just go and do the movie. And then we're all good. <laughs> Tyrese gets paid. Uh, any other, I don't know, do, do you guys, like, coming off the last night when it felt like we were just going to have a movie every two years, did you guys have any thoughts of, like, 
what will happen in two years? Did you did you have anything in your heads? Coming I mean, out it's the-, the first. It's the first one that really had a cliffhanger to it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I'd say at the end of last night, I was interested in that they had set up a cliffhanger. Um, you know that whole like Marvel jazz of "Hey, here's hints at the next thing," and know that other stuff's coming up because, I mean, we would have known that Bumblebee, like that there was another movie in the works at this point. At the yeah, we knew about it, and we knew it was a prequel at the time, right? Right. Oh, we're, so, yeah, we're like, moving into annual movies. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and then it just ate its own face, and Bumblebee got uh, heavily bent to go a different way, and uh, then we're now waiting for the next one. Yeah. Because I, I would, I, I felt like, in light of the last night and how it did not perform the way they wanted it to, that Bumblebee would happen. It was put into a death slot. It became very popular. I, I suspect that every other development for Transformers films was put on hold to see what happens with Bumblebee, which I believe is what happened with, um, what's it, the, the last G.I. Joe cartoon. Uh, I always get its name mixed up with the Warren Ellis one. Retaliation? Anyway, that last G.I. Joe cartoon uh, kind of went into a weird, unending hiatus, or the whole franchise did, because they were wondering how their movies would turn out. Uh, so I, I figure the same thing happened with Transformers and that we're just we're, in a year or two, we will see what's up, but, uh, yes. Uh, any other thoughts on, the on films? No, no, <laughs> no thoughts on films. Uh, not, not, not at all. No. All right. All right. Did you, I mean, did y'all see any films lately? I mean, that star that Star Wars one. Oh, yeah, right. that one. Any any other films? Yeah. Uh, I meant to see Joker. Didn't happen. That's okay. <laughs> You're all right. You'll be you'll be fine. Shall see that Knives Out? No. <sighs> that one was very worth seeing. Daniel Daniel Craig having fun made me happy. Uh, all right. Well. Thank you, Prime135. Uh, if I remember, Prime135 has also made an interesting uh, PDF guide about the Michael Bay verse uh, for those who did not grow up with it, and it is not meant to be taken seriously. Uh, right down to, I believe that the font is, uh, it switches between Papyrus and Comic Sans, which has to be intentional. <laughs> uh, so if I remember to link that, I will, I will try to link that in the thread, too. <laughs> Um. Oh, and if we want to, if we all want to feel like we're turning to dust, uh, Prime One Thirty Five also says. And for the record, I am a child of the Unicron trilogy and will be graduating college in May. Uh. uh so that finishes all of our uh, our, our on topic stuff. We have now answered every single listener question we had that I did not lose from the twenty tens. So we can we can uh, put. So a do we on not that. get any listener questions in December? Nope. Huh. Everyone was busy being, you know, festive and uh, <laughs> hoping that the world would be around in 2020. You know, have really, good who, has, who, has, who has time to send in podcast questions during the holidays? Uh, well, people do, but they sent them in January. 
So oh. we're, we we have we have questions. Trust me, trust me, we have questions. But they all came in January, so I figured this would be a good button to put on it for uh for this one. Uh, just to, to to close things up, I forgot to put it in the in the topic list. But uh, off topic things, Aaron, did you get anything off topic that really stuck out to you in the last couple weeks? Um, I mean the dentistry, if that counts. You got drills in your mouth. Yeah, few hundred dollars and uh face work. Any any any, uh, any blood? Any scars? Any bleeding? No, it like uh, the back of my jaw is sore, like the back corner, and the part that they said would probably be sore uh, in the front where they had to work around um, the 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 gums. They had to like push the gums down to make sure that everything was smooth. That doesn't hurt at all. So I have no idea. Huh? Well, congratulations. Thanks. What kind of metal finally they taking put in? care of myself? Uh, they do like a a UV curing resin, oh, so right. it looks it looks tooth colored. Oh, where they damn. did a bunch of work on my teeth. Jeez. They actually drilled out an old metal amalgam one that uh, that was the painful bit. Do you mean did you did you eat any metal filings while you were? Uh, no, they had, like, at one point in time, I realized they had four different things in my mouth. Yeah. Like, the hose, the vacuum right next to it, the drill, and then, like, the the mirror thing that they were using to space out the, the gum, along with, like, this uh, plastic wedge thing, the soft plastic wedge that they put see, in, I like, the I thought you were going to say the electromagnet to catch all the metal filings. No. Uh. Well, it's, I don't... I think it's magnetic, so, or non-magnetic, so... It's got to put more electricity in the electromagnet. It'll be good. Yeah, maybe. All right, well, congratulations. Um, it's a nice Christmas present. Thank, yeah. Rolls in the mouth. Yeah. Uh, DJ, uh, anything uh, off-topic on your end that's uh, that's stuck out to you in the last little bit? Uh, I did have a... I did have a couple interesting things. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I'll keep it to some of the more interesting ones just for the sake of time. Um, so I put together Kotopakia's Mega Man X model kit. Oh, is that the? Uh, oh no, never mind. I was about to say, oh, the old one, but that wasn't X. Never mind me. Never mind. That was next. No, no, yeah, they X did the, the original. <laughs> they, yeah, they did the main cast of the old, the old games. This is new. Yeah. So, uh, well, they did standard X, and then they did the armor from X three. Hmm. Basically because they could repaint it into the gold one. But, whatever. Uh, the one I have is the basic X that has... Uh, I can't remember what they call it, but it's like a full charge variant. So, like, shiny? Um, it's prismatic. Oh, that's cool. Like, it's it's not, not like a paint. It's like melded into the plastic, where it just reflects in these bright purple shines. That's and that's like kind of on topic too. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a cool take. Yeah. I hadn't thought. I hadn't, heard, I, hadn't thought, I hadn't heard about that. Yeah, yeah. So it's supposed to it's supposed to imitate the look he has when he's got a full charge waiting to fire. Yeah, and it's a super cool look. Like really makes him stand out. Here's the weirdest thing: is for whatever reason or whatever causes this effect, he's slick. Yeah, like, I can I can see that. Yeah. Like he's super, like the plastic is super smooth to the point where it's like I was carving down mold flash on the parts before running the other, being extremely careful 
It's carving mold flash, and then the lack of friction just made my knife like fling into the wall yeah. behind me. <laughs> Shot like a like yeah. an air hockey thing. <laughs> I missed my thumb, but it's a cool model. It was worth it. Prismatic blood. Oh, oh yeah. I think the neat thing, aside from that, is a super cool effect. The effect part he comes with his big charge shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there is like a ground level effect that acts as a stand for it, but. If you take it apart, you can set the stand and the blast aside, put it back together with an extra piece that clips onto like a like a stage arm, mm-hmm. and it looks like his dash effect. Oh, nice! Yeah, so they threw. Yeah, so it's a cool way of throwing in both at the same time. And if I, if I ever catch up on model kits, I'm going to try to get at that one because I like the Mega Man a lot, and I like X more than Mega Man. So it's a- uh, yeah, so do I. Which apparently is an unpopular opinion from what I've gathered over the years. It, is it? Yeah. A lot of people are kind of like, oh, X. And I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> no disrespect to Mega Man, but excuse me? Yeah. There's also a lot of people who say Mega Man 7 sucks. And I'm like, excuse me? Okay, no. Right? Okay. Because a lot of people are like, well, thank goodness Mega Man 9 and 10 got back to basics. And I'm like, what are you talking no. about? No. <laughs> okay, look, 9 and 10, cool games. You yeah. don't go backwards. Yeah, they're they're neat. They would have been better if they looked like 7. <laughs> like, I, I kind of leave Mega Man 8 out of this because 8 has a very weirdly, like, not 7 look that I, I have no real opinion on. Uh, I like 7 a lot, so it's always been weird to me that, like, 7 and X both kind of get dumped on, and I'm like, what's going on? I don't get why X would get dumped on. That game was great. I, I, I've met more than one person who's kind of like, oh, X is just trying way too hard to be to be cool and grim. And I'm like... Oh, jeez. Well, yes, you, that's the, what's the fun part of it! <laughs> like, so, sometime in the indeterminate past, something horrible happened to all the Mega Man cast. That's, that's part of the... I don't know. To me, that's part of the fun of it. I mean, the the whole point of it was to be in contrast to the original, which was always, like, cartoony, Saturday morning-level storytelling. Yeah, like, the farther we get from the original, the more I get... Like, I like, I also liked Zero a lot. I like yeah. I even liked... Uh, I only played the first ZX, but I like that one a lot, too. Uh, yeah. ZX and ZX Advent get w- way too little love. Yeah, I'm... They were, I'm, they were really good games. I'm glad they're, they're in that Zero collection, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad they're going to be out and about again because they. They are the first one at least was really fun. Hmm. Are they? Are Kotobukiya doing a zero? They going to do my boy? Um, I don't know. Are they? Are they mad? Are they? I don't know if they're. Well, <laughs> are they crazy? You know, are they? <laughs> I mean, see how these do first because. Like going with the X three armor is kind of a weird dis- direction, so we'll see how that went say, over. I was going to wonder if maybe I was missing something, but I'm kind of like, what about the X four armor? Well, okay, well, because you think about Figure Arts already did the original armor and the ultimate armor from X four. Well, I get so well, like yeah, the bases are kind of covered there. That was nearly ten years ago. <laughs> I mean, but they're still out there. Like they exist. Yeah. Like. No one did. No one's ever done it, the X three armor, and it's cool armor. I guess and it's got the gold mode. That, like honestly, I feel like they did it just because they could repaint it into the gold form. It also the, like touching on X three also just makes me immediately say like, okay, well, where's bit and bite? <laughs> where's my where's my soft Wait. goods coat, Doctor Doppler? 
Kotobuki a bit and bite, and then you have to be able to combine the models. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I gotta look into that, though. It sounds, I, I, like I said, the, the original Mega Man uh, models they did were solid, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's up my alley. Uh, beyond that, I'll, I'll touch on one thing, because I love the story to this. So, uh, my girlfriend is really big into old antiques. Mm-hmm. So I've made it a point that when she's visiting to actually look around town, find places that she'd like to go and check out. Just And I found an antique mall up downtown. So let's go. Let's surprise her. Don't tell her we're going. Let's just go there and just see what she finds. Because I know she's going to find something in here she absolutely loves. Mm-hmm. She spent about five bucks. On 50 things. <laughs> On the other hand, <laughs> toward the end of the store, there's one room off to the side. We look inside, and it's just retro toys. It's like <laughs> n- nothing newer than like mid '90s, and it's all over the place. Like there's an old Transformer collector's case in there. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, there's uh, like I think Star Trek Nemesis toys were in there. My mom saw that on TV recently. I might, I don't know. It's, it's, it's one of the Star Trek Next Gen movies. I can't remember which one. Uh, like just... ne- Nemesis is the one with with baby Tom Hardy. Okay. But it was like everything from just like normal stuff you find on the shelves to like 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 Japanese toys from like the 40s. All over the place. And just mm. sitting on the shelf is a DX Star 5, which was the second robot from Five Man. Oh, like, I two- saw this on your Twitter, and I was wondering what on earth the context was. Yeah, it's like, so yeah, so for those not up on their Sentai, this was two seasons prior to Power Rangers. Yeah. Or the show that became Power Rangers. So, this is a 30-year-old toy. 30-year-old Sentai toy that somehow ended up in a Southwest Florida antique store. And well, freaking blew my mind. Also, so what I saw on Twitter blew my mind harder than that, which is the quality that it was in. Oh, yes. So in the store, it was loosely plastic wrapped for protection. So I couldn't check to see if all the bits and bobs were there because this I looked it up on my phone while we were there. And like, this has weapons. This has like struts that connect on. Like, there's a lot of loose parts that this yeah. thing could potentially be missing. So get it home. Plastic wrap off. Slowly undo the undo the box. All the parts are there, and I and because it's in the old old school display box where you take off the cover and there's still an inner cover. Mm-hmm. So looking through the inner cover without even opening it, I spy the I spy the sticker sheet, which has not been touched. Yeah. Yeah. Like this this toy is pristine. I'm not sure it's ever been out of the box. Yeah. That's the part where I was like staring at your Twitter post. I was like how on earth like this untouched like pre Ranger uh mecha with the stickers unapplied. Yeah. That's I, nuts. I wish I knew its story. <laughs> Man, it's, I, I gotta ask, did you pop it? Did you pop the, the thing open? 
Not yet. <laughs> I don't. This is one of those cases where it looks like a neat toy. Like, I don't have Star 5 to go with him. Yeah. Or 5 Robo. Can't uh, so I can't do the combination. The combination is kind of weird, but kind of cool looking, too. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Like, <laughs> there's almost a sin. Like, if it survived that long just for me to pop it open and throw it into a shelf, just there's something about that that seems, I don't know, not kosher. I hear you. I hear you. Like all the when it when it's when it's like sealed, it's one thing. It's when there's like the the sticker sheet untouched, just sitting in there, looking all minty fresh. It's like I could see that remaining sealed because of that sticker sheet. For me, at least, yeah, yeah, because it's. I don't know yet. <laughs> oh no, it's right now. It's just this super cool random thing that like, how in the hell did I find this? Yeah. Man, well, congratulations. And apparently, the dude's got a warehouse, so I just have to wait for him to bring something else in. Yeah, he's just like, hey, if you got any more of these, uh, these junky Power Ranger robots, my, uh, I, oh, I can't even do that. He knew what he had. God damn it. <laughs> like, okay. Like, like, honestly, the price was on point, and, like, it, like, the tag said five man on it. He did his research. Okay. <laughs> you couldn't just try to big dog him, like, oh, it yeah. looks like a, Oh, it's like Voltron, right? <laughs> no, see that? No, that star inbox on the front—that's English. So this is clearly a knockoff. So uh, this is this is a Power Rangers knockoff. Yeah, you're charging it's money pretty, for this. <laughs> it's pretty common back in the day. Yeah, I had one of these when I was growing up. Uh, man, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, I was trying to think if I had anything off topic. To bring up myself, it really, really, all I have off topic to bring up is, uh, what's it? Um, I've been filling up a quiver case with some small card games and etc. Uh, and and like small tabletop games, so that I will have a little case with like at least ten to twelve games in it. That's uh, just like a little little thing I've been working on. So I picked up the card game called Coup because I got, I found it for cheap. Uh-huh. Uh, today I picked up uh. Uh, I, I I was gonna jokingly get the name wrong. Arboretum picked up Arboretum today, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hopefully get to borrow someone's Carcassonne for a moment to see if Carcassonne's tiles will fit into a slot in my quiver. It would be kind of fun to have car like just base Carcassonne. In yeah, this base quiver. Carcassonne. I think with like paper as a, as your trackers rather than the meeples because meeples and the big like counter board would be a lot of space but i think you could potentially it'd be a decent chunk yeah i could fit some meeples in like the meeples will fit and and you don't need the tracker board uh, right well i was just thinking like if you're trying to make something that's good for commonality yeah like smaller tokens than the meeples just because you could use those for other games too yeah, I could just get some of those uh those like different colored like little gemstone beads. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So I don't know, I think that would top it off nicely cuz it's right now it's got um it's got hive pocket, it's got coup, it's got uh jaipur and the nomia deck. Uh it's got take 5 and uh, take x. Uh uh-huh. It's got a deck builder. I'm still not sure if it's going to be shards of infinity or star realms yet. Um it's got a couple other things in there. 
can't remember all of it now. But uh, it's been fun to, to to put together. Also, it's fun because small games are all like under twenty bucks. So like, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's fun. It's fun to just like jam it. I mean, Carcassonne's more than twenty bucks, but you know, whatever. It's it's the gimmick one to fit in there. And I, I like Carcassonne. I, I don't play it a ton, but I played it again with my mom because we have an old Rio Grande copy of the base game uh, out west. Uh-huh. And uh, I forgot how much I like Carcassonne. And then uh, I was like, man, I never got any expansions. I wonder, everyone says that most of them are dumb, but expansion one and two are pretty cool. Guess what's no, not like, those two expansions don't exist anymore. They're, they're long gone. Uh, I mean, you can find them, but everyone knows they're not in print right now. So it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, also, I was on, on Amazon Canada. Galaxy Trucker was on a massive discount over the new year. And I was very sleepy one day, so I bought it. I haven't played it yet, but it looks really fun. It also has tiles. Aaron, you ever play Galaxy Trucker? Yeah. Seems like a really cool game. Like slapping a spaceship together. Uh, but yeah, I've mostly been, been off-topic-wise, I've mostly been eyeballing a lot of tabletop stuff. I'm waiting for new Lightning Collection to come out. Oh, I did! I can't talk about this. I did get uh, McFarlane Toys launched their DC figures, and I picked up a pair of them. Um, I picked up the Batman Who Laughs, and I picked up uh, Mazinger Superman, because I couldn't find the Hellbat. I, I wanted the two robot suits, and I wanted uh, Edgelord Batman. Uh, Mazinger Superman is pretty darn cool. Edgelord Batman is a very nicely done figure. They're like the Fortnite figures. Like, nice sculpts, uh, and very decent articulation. Um, the only bummer is that the, the, the Laugh Man Who Bats, uh, comes with a part of a build a figure tiny Batmobile. So he just comes with a third of a Batmobile that's been cut, like, lengthwise in two places. And I don't want a tiny Batmobile. And, I'm never going to get rid of this Build-A-Figure piece because it comes with Edgelord, Batman, Nightwing, and Batgirl. Anyone who actually wants a tiny Batmobile is already buying those figures. So, I don't know. I don't know what I'll ever do with it. But the, if you are eyeballing the line, like the only criticism of it that I've seen that I can agree with, I guess, I don't actually care myself about this, is that it's 7-inch scale and not 6-inch scale. Uh, I don't really care, but... It matters to a lot of folks who collect superhero toys, so like it's worth knowing. But uh, I, I was into them. Um, I think McFarlane is—they really picked up something solid with that Fortnite license, and uh, they've been doing some some decent work with it. So uh, high fives, uh, Todd. Good good job. Anyway, I think that uh, brings us to the close of this episode. So uh, welcome uh, to 2020, everybody. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back with some more podcasting because we always will be back with some more podcasting. And uh, hey, it's almost Toy Fair time. So get ready for one of the... Are you guys ready to talk about every Transformers release at Toy Fair? Because I am. <sighs> yeah. I we'll have to be, oh. I guess. Put on coffee ahead of time. and It's inevitable. What if this toy fair, they're just like, here's five toys. <laughs> they're out at some Target somewhere. I don't know. They're yeah. just like, you know what? Maybe we don't need to show you. Now they'll, they'll, they'll have stuff. It's all stuff that's already out. I mean, that the, the we didn't really talk about it because it was between all our little break. But like the Cyberverse Quintesson stuff just sort of showed up. Yeah. Well, like, everyone, everyone was restocking after Christmas. This is like we have all these things piled up. Yeah, and like I guess Hasbro forgot to announce that they were releasing a Quintesson and Mini Sharktacons, and yeah, yeah. 
I mean, it looks neat. Like, the Quintesson comes with friggin' Starro the Conqueror, like, heads, head pieces for, for the figures that are, that are packed with them. Uh, and those little Sharktacons transform. Not well, but they do. Uh, I've already seen some Shapeways weapons for them by, uh, Trent Troop over at Prizen's side. Uh, for those of you who might want to engage with that. But, uh, yeah, like that Quintus, I bet they're gonna announce that Quintesson at Toy Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it like people have bought it already? It's got a, a uh, you push a button and the faces spin around, right? I've seen it. I've played with it. Oh, like is he neat? Does it he was. Have, does he have a chainsaw? I'm, uh, I mean, it, it, it's push down, it switches one over, so it's you know, what I expect a Quintesson to do. Yeah. It was just weird. It's like that went because everyone was restocking for Christmas. It hit everywhere at the same time. Yeah, that, so that, like that, that was all when I was, I think, out west as well. So I was just looking at it all on my phone, going like, "What's going on?" Yeah, it's like <laughs> I got the no. I like, oh, this has just been sighted. I was literally a target the next day. They have this. They have the Sharktacons. Everything. Yeah. Like it's also kind of a shame that that toy. I mean, it's cool that it popped up, but like it. That toy is clearly blowing a whole lot of whatever the the next season of Cyberverse is going to be about. Um, and also, once again, Cyberverse kind of in sync with with friggin' generations of that Earthrise art with the Quintesson on it too. What's going on? Yeah, get get this one out before we put out the thirty dollar one. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if that one it's doesn't like, come with a chainsaw, then I don't. What was, what was even the point of doing Quintessons? How do I know who the Alpha Quintesson is? Yeah, that's right, that's right, because his toy in Energon had a chainsaw. Yes, yes, we remember. Good old Alpha Q. Good old Alpha Q! Um, that's his name. Thank you guys for joining me, thank you all for listening. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you later. By the way, TCG folks, I bet you at Toy Fair they're gonna show, like, booster pack packaging for a, a new set. I'm not, I don't actually know. But I'm just kind of assuming, because that matches the pattern now. Because last Toy Fair, they, they, they showed off uh, Wave 2 and Devastator, if I recall correctly. So, Aaron, I think we're going to be due for some TCG talk. Yeah, hopefully. Roundabout's the same time we that should, we're talking about we should, all the toys being revealed. Yeah, we should probably get on that TCG talk stuff, too. But, you know, it's yeah. a thing. Well, uh, you know, I, I want to I wanna wait till they show something. I want to wait and see. Although, if you guys want to know about my Energon Invitational deck, I'm going to have a video about that sometime pretty soon. So. <laughs> Even though we also already have a podcast about it. Uh, anyway, uh, I can keep dragging this out, but uh, I guess I'll stop dragging it. Thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you later. Stay as safe as you can, and then stay a little bit safer, because boy howdy, what a world. Uh, be around to hear the next episode, because I want you to be. Uh, so until then, we'll talk to you later. Add all that up, I don't know what the f it means, but you got some badass perpetrators and they're here to stay.